nobody like this You ain't seen nobody like this You hear my sound all over town singing Welcome to San Antonio Soccer Roundtable. My name is Harry. Uh, let's open up the uh, solitary beer. Cheers, everybody. Uh, Rafa, how are you? Good. Back from Dorio. Went to go vote. Get your vote on, people. Double check, triple check your ballots. Robert, how are you? Uh, the voice uh, still good? Oh, my voice is pretty shot, but I'm golden. I'm in. Let's go. Yeah. Rinse and repeat. I'll figure it out. Thank Sort you for getting out. up early to watch the Broncos, who are victorious this morning. So thank you, Robert. I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how are you? Still sore. My arms are killing me. I woke up this morning. Man, my back was hurting, too. So. Nice. Yeah, you were whining a little bit after the match or the next day there. Uh, oh, I'm just saying, wow. man. Hey, hey, Jordy took out my arm, man. <laughs> <laughs> he did, he did, he did. <laughs> That's all I do. Royce is uh, getting ready for kindergarten. He still has uh, youngsters who uh, value kindergarten more than just the candy and going out to the party. So, uh, Royce, hope uh, you and Susie have a fun time getting the kids ready and, and for tomorrow night. Uh, we were thinking about doing tomorrow night, and then Royce is like, it's Halloween, so can't do it on Halloween um, before that here, so we'll get the show on tonight. Um, initial thoughts on the week. Uh, we'll start with you, Matt. Uh, besides the sore arms, uh, what was your initial thoughts on the week uh, that has been? Yeah. Electrical, man. That that Everything was just came into place. Selling out the tickets. Having a good crowd, I, that was that was the top off for me. How was the bunker? Jeez, Robert can even agree with me. Like, <laughs> God, man, it's electric. It, it was rowdy. It was really rowdy. And then the people up top trying to come in, getting even better. Yeah, that no, was good stuff. Robert, how are you? I know oh, your voice amazing. is a little bit. Uh, a little bit sore this uh, this afternoon, but uh, oh, it's completely shot from yelling and screaming and whatnot. But like, I'll push through. Vikings win. Who? Oh, six and one. Let's go. It's good week. SFC Sunday. Three and five Broncos. They're, they're, they're turning <laughs> around. There's only one way to turn it, buddy. <laughs> hey, Russell Wilson. You know that little exercise that he did on the plane all over. Hey, it, you know. If I catch fire, if I catch fire, they decided to hand off the ball. Um, but Rafa, Real Madrid, uh, did they pull it out today? I know it was one one. Um, they, 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 it was stolen by the refs. What happened was, uh, there's a ball. <laughs> hey, we're, hey, we're not position. talking about Austin, Rafa. 
their broccoli got steamed today. So, <laughs> yes, we're, we're not bringing conspiracies in. Did Real Madrid yeah. win or lose? You know, they right? tied, but we're still in first. We're yeah, still in yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, can't say to Barca, so they're going to Europa uh, League. So nice. <laughs> hey, that's a annual tradition now, right? Year two in a row. Yep, and that's probably nice. going to be an ongoing tradition. That is something that we need to talk about at the end of the show. Is at what point does that catch up with Barcelona? Because um, obviously with Barcelona, Real Madrid, the bigger teams, mm-hmm. it's all about Champions League and being able to go not only just in it, but to go deep because that's where I'm assuming that's where more money comes in into play. Going down to Europa, there is some you money, money, but it's not to the level of Champions League. So you, you can thank Bayern Munich for that because I know they owe Bayern Munich some money. You can even ask Scott that too. I'm sure he's happy either. They're slapping them around with their bratwurst on <laughs> the last two years. <laughs> so, but yeah, there's there's a lot of money involved, in, you know, especially with their financial situation. You know, not being there, I know some people are not very happy about it, but I don't know how what's going to happen from on out. But we can discuss that, and also, like I said, I saw some ramifications even going into like well, some of the players with the World Cup. You know, they're going to be ready to go as well too. Just kind of the psyche. Mm-hmm. Going into that, and there is something in the works uh, for the World Cup, uh, possibly news coming out. But uh, uh, us and Pro SFC, and uh, you know James with the Crocketeers, and I think uh, AO, and I forget uh, was it Pancho's Villa, uh, the Mexican supporters group. I it's think we're going to try to uh, <laughs> try to have some sort of live event before the World Cup um, to you know. Um, just to kind of hype it, you know, and create a little bit more buzz for it here. So, um, Robert's got a Claudio Rainey uh, uh, jersey. Let's go. <laughs> Matt and Rafa are, are huge fans. So, but yeah. let's get into it. There is a lot to discuss. Uh, San Antonio FC did win 3 uh, 0. But I won't lie to you when the, when the uh, lineups came out. Um, you know, or when the 18 came out, so not even yet yeah, when the lineups came out. Far Garcia, Camary Tanner. Um, so Garcia over uh, Manly, which is kind of a, a discussion point that we had. Maloney, uh, Gomez out wide, uh, PC, and then the surprise was Delim, um, with uh, Abu uh, being out on the injured report, and then Pirano uh, is the other semi-midfielder, uh, I guess you could say. And up top, uh, Patino and Sam, which I think was kind of a little bit of a surprise as well. Um, you know, I, I think most of us thought that Patino would be coming off the bench uh, for that here. And he, I think he ended up playing the full 90 almost, uh, mm-hmm. the, 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 you know, for yeah, that year. So He did. There is one name that was not in the 18. Uh, you had Grant... Backup keeper McCullough, you know, living the, living the dream. Uh, Carter Manny, uh, Manley, Elliot Collier, Ignacio, uh, uh, Nacho Baloney, uh, Justin Dillon, David Larrera, and Jack Lynn to me was the surprise. Um, I know we've kind of debated on a couple other people, um, and even how the game played out, I think it kind of showed 
uh, a weakness, uh, unfortunately. But I know at Toyota Field, Jacqueline being in the 18 over Nikki Hernandez. I know Rafa has mentioned uh, uh, Saeed Abdul Salam uh, as as possible candidates. So we'll start with you, Rafa. Your thoughts on the 18? Um, did coach, you know, coach won the game. Don't get me wrong. So he got it right. But did he get it right for Coach Rafa? Well, I think the whole the whole I get, whole factor was the Abu factor, Abu being out. So you know you had to go with Delem. But, but Delem's been like I said when he's been on that playing that position, he's he's been he's he's done well. He's been efficient. So I know he had confidence going in. The, the the surprise was 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 Patino going in. You know I thought they would save him, but I guess mindset by Marcino is hey let's put our two big guns see if the if Oakland can handle them because Patino did kind of give them problems in the last game when he against Oakland. So and but the rest was you know you know as far as the outside you know where we're we gonna we're gonna see Manley as that wing defender or is it gonna be uh, Shannon you know. Was he going to be more defensive or a little bit more aggressive? But this is more like a little bit more offensive-minded. I think he knew what he saw from the San Diego game that we had to get a lead ahead mm-hmm. to kind of throw off Oakland's um, strategy. And, the, and, I mean, their strategy worked against San Diego and took them off the grid, you know, especially when them ended up with eight players. So the, the bench, I was surprised, like I said, with a boo out, you would normally – you would think, Nicky Hernandez will be there. Maybe Salam too has added, you know, for defending, you know. But I, I was surprised that Jack was on there. I mean, I mean, look who he has ahead of him. You have Collier and, and Nacho, who have been consistent, and he hasn't and really, and and Dylan too. So, you know, do we really need six forwards? We, we don't. So, that it, 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 was just kind of. A little surprise there, and it you know, like I said, it could have bit us in the butt, but we got the result, and and we won't. We're now we're on to the next. Matt, your thoughts on the uh, initial eighteen and Jack Lynn being in, or anybody that wasn't in the eighteen uh, or the starting lineup that you would have liked to see outside of Abu being uh, on the injury report. Um, I actually wanted to see Nikki. Not gonna lie. I think that was my main overall him and him and uh, Larea out there. So uh, it did it did shock me a little bit because uh, I, I didn't get to see the the injury report until like uh, halftime. But I, and I looked around for Robert during it and I was like, wait, Boo's not in here. Where, where's the where's Boo? So uh, yeah, it kind of it kind of shocked me to see uh, more forwards than mids. So I mean. It was a goal going for it, but still got the W, so that's all that really mattered. Robert, your thoughts on the 18? I guess, like, piggybacking off everyone, like, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. The heat, I mean, honestly, the shock was he's not in there. He's put so much in. He's put work in. He's he's shown quality, you know, to offense, defense. You know, he's kind of a, a guy that comes in and kind of spurs the team when things are not going quite know how they want to be but but I, I was actually pleasantly surprised with the lamb honestly for as hard as we've been on him he actually put in a solid shift he did well he did what he needed to do and like i said he filled in great um like i said jack i mean he 
we've heard a lot of promise about him, but like we haven't seen a lot of substance. So it was interesting to see him in there. But the bottom line, like Matt said, is like, you know, we won. We can all be like a backup backup manager at the end of the day. But, you know, the results are result. We That's got what we're here won. for. Yeah, you know, and we, we got the result. What are we going to do? So here's how the lineup officially how it came out uh, from San Antonio FC. Um, what that's a what a three three five, five two. two. Um, I I think it's still more of a three four three because I think Prano plays a little bit further up top. But uh, uh, your thoughts on how they lined up? Any surprises? Um, I think it's kind of the standard at this point, just depending on how they want to place it on the uh, sheet here, right, Rafa? Yeah. Well. Like you said, your back three would call them the, the Bermuda Triangle or the Triangle of Death. That's what they played all year. So, and, you know, makes him, with, uh, you know, with Manly too, when he's part, he's part of it as well. So I think you were going to go kind of match size with size because Oakland does have some good size up, up top. Mm-hmm. So that's what, you know, with that back three, uh, sh- you know, sh- like I said, we came, like we discussed last week, it was going to come down between Shannon and Manly, you know, are we going to be with Shannon be more, it's going to be more offensive. Or are you going to put Manley back there and be a little bit more defensive to kind of stop your counter. So Marcina decided to go with a more little offensive unit. Uh, like I said, PC and, and Delam, like I said, there were going to be your hold, your holding mids and let Piranha kind of trail behind Sam and, and Patino and also wander off to the wing too, which we did see a lot. And it did open up a lot of opportunities. If you, when you see the replays that he did, Missed some opportunities, but like I said, he played well playing the ball on the outside and causing a lot of confusion with that, where the Oakland's back four or back three. Sorry. So, of course, USL playoffs are presented by Hennessy. And of course, this highlights courtesy of them YouTube, uh, USL Championship, ESPN Plus. Uh, so, we're going to kick off the highlights. We may pause it because unfortunately, there was a significant injury, uh, which we'll go into. Uh, do you want to do the highlights first and then and then go and, you know, then do the injuries or when the injury happens, pause it and, and go over that? How do you guys want to do this? We can pause it. Then. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's take a look here. Trying to capture their first championship in club history as Oakland Roots try to do the same as well. We are underway. Oakland a 1-0 lead. For an SAFC side squad that only trailed for 341 minutes all year. This ball into the box in search of PC. Lands at the feet of Patino to the left foot of Sam. And down and it's in. Two minutes into the match. SAFC is on the board. Wow. Yep. Wow. What a Can't start a better match than that. Mm-hmm. Sam's a root killer. He's a root killer. Hey, you see, he got that little, a little kick on it. No, Sab, Sab scored. Was that the fourth goal against the Roots? <laughs> he's yeah, fourth. Really right. <laughs> yeah, he, he's got their number. Uh, why is my internet going well? So my question here for you guys, Rafa, on, on the goal here. Uh, well, my computer seems to be cycling through here. Hasn't done that before. Were you at all concerned when he did the kind of went went through and did his little twirl here? I, I think he had a 
well, we know he's a left-footed shooter, so he had a he had to get it to his dominant side of, <laughs> as far as shooting. But I think he did the right thing because if you notice here, if he goes right, it's it's gonna be blocked. So he had to do that little that little pivot turn, mm-hmm. and and then I uh, did yell out shoot the ball. <laughs> We're at the stand, shoot the ball. And he actually did do it, and yeah, that little turn right there kind of. Him, and that, that confused a goalkeeper, you know. He kind of suckered him in closer to the post, and he was able to land that That's shot at the best. far and end. The shield, and the shield, too, it worked out to where the defender kind of almost shielded his view, and, like, it kind of sprung on him quicker than he was anticipating. Like, it worked out in his favor in that way because he, he allowed yeah. that guy to almost, like, set a pick. And now Oakland's going to be on the offensive side here. And he's got it in a similar spot here. The drive going for goal is just over frame. From the 27 year old. But Far had that. Mary just couldn't round that corner quick enough. The great shot at the end of the day just. Is that one forward? Kamiri. This one hurts. I won't lie to you. Great ball. And then the, the one Patino soon after that. Yeah, that one so, he really, I think, because it because it's not his dominant foot. Yeah. You know, getting it right. But still, I, I think he should have finished that off because he, he had the angle. Yeah. Yeah. I think maybe maybe aiming towards the post, maybe the you know the hit supposing goes in. You know, I think he could have done that. But I think if we get that goal, it's you know, pretty much it, it's it's over. Uh, yeah, for sure. Well, the reason what the reason why I pause I meant to pause it before that here, because um, right after that. After the goal, a couple minutes later, there unfortunately is an injury to PC. Yeah. Um, hold on. So they're going to come up with the replays here momentarily, but you can see PCs in a lot of a lot of pain here. Um, they'll come up with it here. To me, you could kind of feel the crowd lift. Um, it was super high, and then when PC got hurt, you kind of feel the air went out of it a little bit. And it, you know, I think, um, I, I think it affected how San Antonio finished. And I think if they would have, here's the replay here, there's a couple of them actually. So he unfortunately takes a knee. And I know Clementa didn't. No, mean didn't. to do it, no intent. I still think it should have been a foul just because the knee was high, you know, obviously, you know, along those lines here. You know, I'm not saying a red card, but I do think it should have been a foul at least. But or a yellow for dangerous play because it was a dangerous play, it wasn't a fight, it wasn't a violent like intentional, but that should have been a like I mentioned, a foul and, and a yellow card on that play. So, Royce, uh, you know, Royce found this here on, on Instagram. Um, he did it in Spanish and English, but uh, PC uh, put, I would like to thank you, uh, everyone that is giving me support in the moment. For those that didn't know, I broke three ribs and my spleen was bleeding, so I had minor surgery to stop the bleeding, and it was success. Uh, keep praying for me, which obviously we all are. Uh, but. I'm assuming with three broken ribs and, and uh, a spleen that was bleeding. Um, 
I don't even think Superman's coming back for the playoffs uh, in, in, in two weeks here. So, uh, mm. unfortunately, PC is going to be out for the rest of, you know, you know, I'll use my holiday in doctor degree and say uh, PC is going to be out for the rest of the playoffs. Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. Your thoughts, number one, on the play. Um, number two, the impact of PC being out and what that means. Uh, the play, like I said, like we all said, uh, should have been at least a, a yellow for being a high knee, uh, <clears throat> especially the, the substantial injury that came of it. Um, as for PC, I mean, it's like I said, I if he wasn't in, I, I was searching for a boot. That that's probably would have been my second go-to. But I mean, it is what it is now. I mean, he got injured. Prayers to him. But, but hopefully, we'll see how he recovers for hopefully next year. And San Antonio has the depth to cover. So it, to me, it's to me, it's more about his his leadership. Uh, being gone here, uh, Rafa or Robert, whichever one wants to speak to that about, you know, his leadership and, and what losing your captain. And, and he wasn't the only captain. I think they had three of them, uh, four of them this year here. Uh, but your thoughts on losing PC as a captain and the leadership uh, and experience that he brings. It, it's more like when you think SAFC, you think of certain players and PC just comes to mind, just like the Corazon. He's like the, he's like the heart of the team to where like, I mean, he literally brings the fire to a degree where, like, you know, other people rally around him because he's a veteran. People respect him. The league, other people in the league respect him. You saw the other players, too, kind of come up to him and make sure he's okay, you know, because they know what he brings. He brings a little bit of heat, but at the same time, they respect the fact that, you know, he's doing it for the passion of the game. He's not doing it cheap. It's not reckless. And unfortunately, it was a situation where, like, the player just came into him a little, you know, recklessly. Foul, maybe, yes, but card i don't know because like you know at the same time like the guy was trying to play the ball it was an unfortunate impact it just you know hit him in the wrong spot it is what it is but the biggest thing i want to take from i hope the team like rallies around the fact that you know let's let's rally around our capitan let's 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 win it for pc i hope it becomes a point where like dude we dig deeper you know what our captain's down we're gonna dig deeper we love this guy we love this team we're gonna win it for the city you know Rafa, your thoughts? Yeah, losing him, he's, he's he's a big game. What what he brings into the table as far as when he plays, he's a he's a game manager. He he's he's also our enforcer too. And losing that is gonna hurt. But like I mentioned, we have people step up. Like I said, Delum stepped up. He did what he needed to do. I think with this team, you know, the all the injuries that we've had all year long. Someone's always stepped up to the next, you know, to take that spot. We haven't dropped since. So, like I said, going into the next game, like I said, hopefully, like I said, well, we'll see Nicky Hernandez in, in, in the roster more like we will. Um, and I'm sure he's going to be fired up to if he does get the opportunity to play, you know, and he, and he is capable of doing that because we've seen the look what he did at the Pittsburgh game. So, um, we're hopefully, uh, we also get a boo back. He'll be ready to go. And, but we have people here. But like I said, the team's got to rally. I think they rally around PC and and go out and win it for him. You know, he's just like I said, he's the heart and soul of the team. And I think this is just gives gives them extra motivation for next Sunday's game. And but you know, it's a big loss. But 
like I said, the, the next next man up, and and then and that's what happened in this game. The next man up went in. Madeline came in. Maloney went into the to the central defense, you know, the central defense area, you know, the central mid area, and t- and took care of business. You know, he did. You know, we didn't. You know, it did. It did. We did see a little bit missing him a little bit, but you know, we still kept up the pace and we still did what we needed to do. And like I said, we got the result. Uh, and this is why I think kind of this. Uh, I think if Pirano scores this, we go right back to where we were before PC goes goes out. Um, and, and it's not to say that, you know, just to, you know, I think Rafa during the match, he said uh, Pirano's touch was just a, a little bit too heavy on that one where he didn't get it in the right spot. That was an open header. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something we need to fix for the next game. We need, we got to be better, more efficient on defending set pieces. And that's what Oakland, Oakland's been notorious about, you know, getting back into games as their set pieces. Did you watch some of the things they were doing? They had some creative set pieces there. Like, they had, I was pretty impressed when I was re-watching. I was like, man. They were trying to confuse us. Like with their set pieces weren't always dead on. It was like bam, 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 and then there was like two, three touches, and then it was like on. It was interesting. They well, were, they were doing. They were they were clear, clearing lanes. Yeah. If you notice on that one that opportunity, they're they're clear. They're clear the the the, for the front the front post area to allow him from the backside. So that was a, that was a basically a design play, kind of similar yeah. what there what we do with Tain, with Tainer. So you can see there the lanes kind of cleared out. They're overloading the front side to allow that one v one in the back side. It's pretty much what Tainer does, and what we do with Tainer when he does his headers from the Great back side. On the back post. And that was on Patino, right? I think it was number nine. And the return ball to Azakar loses his footing, lands back to Magnus Carlson. What a save! What a AJ save uh, came up with a funny nickname for Carlson, the, the uh, Dollar Tree Harlan. <laughs> <laughs> See some confusion there. Luckily, I think if he if he hits that shot low, it's in. I, I think he would just went to try to get too fancy with a high shot. He had some good saves that night. That's a great save there because mm-hmm. that's a good. Hasn't been It was a set piece service or a foul service that they. Had the header that was open. Angus Carlson first time. That's the one. Yeah, he hit Great it right at him. Though. I think Nazarcar is trying to find the. Connor Maloney's shot block lands to Rizzo, and have to take another look at that Hayden. But the way that the three Oakland right. players converged on that ball. This is why Dylan is so key for this offense. I was gonna say, like, Patino got all the credit, but what Dylan did to settle that, bring it down, that was beautiful. I think I think you gotta give this one to Manley. That too, the service. But Dylan, he does not even look. He doesn't look. He just he just ends up all in. He knows that someone's gonna be up there to get it. Mm-hmm. And literally, Dylan like brings it on beautifully, like, clean as clean as can be. And what about Sam? Not uh, you know, not. Uh, I think that was kind of an accident that Sam dummied it like that. He kind of like 
didn't hold it well. And it went to Patino, and he's running to – yeah. It, it worked out. I don't think that was intentional. Look, he almost, like, mishit it. <laughs> he, he was trying to, like – and he was pointing. You see, like, hit me. Hit me on the break. I won't lie. When he when he uh, first touched it over here, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's going to get intercepted. But he was able to clear him. But, you know, but Tino's feeling the playoffs, so you know how he is. <laughs> the playoffs are his thing. Like, dude, he comes to life. He plays the whole game, scores multiple goals. <laughs> and here's Oakland's best chance of the night. Yes, that's the one. I was. That's the one where, like, yeah, he could have done way better with that. That was the one. Yeah. Seventy-seven. Can't believe he missed it. Like it was going to be a night for SAFC. To come away with anything at home, and then moments later, it's Shannon Gomez who finds the back of the net. I don't know why my internet's acting up. Come on, Google Fiber. That guy thought he was going to take it to the corner, so he like (laughs) he like did a spin move. (laughs) They took it to. He's like, I'll get in my brace. (laughs) In reality, he should have had a hat trick. Oh god, the one where he he flubbed it in the in the first half. At least put it on frame, challenge the keeper. Bare minimum, challenge the keeper. You put it on frame. So, they they ended up winning 3-0. I thought it was a fairly convincing win, but, you know, know, listening to social media, they're like, yeah, it wasn't that convincing. But at no point did I think Oakland was ever in a position where they were going to even – be in position to win it or even push us to extra time. Am we're I wrong a, in that? No, we're not a soccer purist. If you look, yeah, soccer purists would literally, like, you watch that, they'll, they'll review the stat line and watch the game, like, dude, you did not dominate. Right, we're going to get to the stats here in a minute. But, but yeah. like, you, you, soccer purists love the idea of, like, you're going to, you know, you're touching around, you create, like, one, two. Our team does not function that way. We're, like, one, two, bam. Like, the, the Dylan, when he he corralled the one from Manly, like you said, dude. That is example of SFC to the T. Hit it to him. Hit it to Patino. Boom. What is that? Three passes. Goal. Efficiency is the key. That's, the one stat that we dominate is the scoreline. That's all we worry about. The scoreline. <laughs> you can worry about all the cute stuff like the passing it back and forth, whatever. But the scoreline is the bottom line. But even as that, there when we scored the goal in the first two minutes, that killed their game plan. <laughs> set the tone. Whole, set the tone. Because they were going to try to do. They were. They're basically. They were going to do the same thing what they did to San Diego. Yeah. And once we got that goal right away, it threw everything off, and yeah, they yeah. were forced to play to go attack. You know, and then and and their attack wasn't really much. You know, except for you know they had the one opportunity for that set piece, but you know they didn't really create chances like how we did. You know, and you know they were probably maybe one or two. You know, even though they're the the purists are looking at the stats that we shouldn't have won this and that, whatever. But comes up with balls down to this: How do you finish your opportunity? You finishing your opportunities, and that's what we do. We took advantage of that, and we, like I said, we we I think we flexed our game plan, and we kept and we did what we had to do, and we just just made sure that they didn't get any cheap ones. Like with the first game that we had them the first the first time around. When they came to San Antonio, they got a cheap one. So they learned from that and took care of business. And wherever the right. purists say, like I said, defense wins championships. But I will say this. 
and I'm going to go over the stats here. There's one stat that if you're playing Tampa, if you're playing Louisville, you can't get away with with, with it here. Uh, possession uh, for the game, 70-30. Um, second <laughs> half was actually 72-28. Uh, but total shots, 16 for Oakland, 12 for us. But we had more on target, 4-3. to three. Uh, They had nine corner kicks. We had three. Um, yeah, we had three big chances to their two. Each of us missed two, you know, to the big chances. Um, the Rafa stat here, it's got to drive him crazy a little bit. We only did 192 passes. We only completed 90, 98 of them, uh, at a passing percentage of 51%, um, which I believe for, you know, I think Nicholas Murray put out, uh, that, uh, it's the first time in modern USL history that a team won. Yeah, it's um, the lowest. It's com- the lowest. <laughs> one with under 100 passes. Meanwhile, Oakland completed some, uh, 367 passes at 79%. To me, though, this is so to me, and this, this, if you're going against Louisville and Tampa, um, and even against Colorado Springs a little bit, and we'll, we'll get into that, but against the powerhouses of the East, if, you know, if we do go against Louisville or Tampa, which we, you know, if, if San Antonio wins, they face one of them. The second half, or, you know, the first half, San Antonio had 106 passes, 60 completed, 57%. Second half, they had 86 uh, passes, 38 completed accurately for 44%. And I understand they're up and, you know, it's how they play. But Rafa, I don't – if you're playing a top-quality team that's talent – I don't know if any there's any team that has the same talent that we do total top-to-depth. But Louisville and Tampa, if they're starting 11, go toe-to-toe with ours pretty well um, for that here. So your thoughts on, yeah, we got away with it with the nine, you know, with, with the 98 passes, you know, the, the, you know, the sub 60% for the game for that here. But your thoughts on Coach Marcina and, you know, you know, how, how does he address this? Or is it well, just something here's... that what they're going to do? The, the two key factors out of that stat is what we're missing was Abu and PC. Mm-hmm. Those guys are, are I think you, you can see Abu's passing. He's very accurate. So is PC. And I think that's why, you know, our, we're low because like I said, we had dilemma, and like I said, that he's not, he's not a, a distributor, nor is, nor is um, uh, Maloney in the middle. He's not a distributor on the wing, yes, but no, not, not on the middle. Um, same thing. Perano is more of a possession player. He's going to try to dribble through you, even though he had gave some, you know, some of the passes and a little bit more efficient. But I think that was a factor, you know, why we're so low. And going into, you know, like I said, hopefully these next two games, you know, we have to have the boot back to kind of have that one player that can be efficient. And then, like I said, Nicky Hernandez is another player that can be efficient, you know, distributing the ball. So we're going to need some distributors that we can go toe to toe with, with Louisville or, or, or Tampa. But the one thing, if you notice from this game, you know, yes, position was high, but if you notice Oakland couldn't really get through our defense. So they had to play kind of, side to side back and forth and really couldn't penetrate anything and that's and that like I said that and that's a big thing once we steal your steal the ball from you now we're gonna get that's now when we catch yes. you with your pants yes. down yes. and then we're gonna and, but when we catch you with your pants down 
we're gonna we're gonna score, quote unquote score. So, and, and that's and that's what's that, that's the Marcino ball right there. And you know, we're not gonna be like Barca with the tiki tacky stuff. You, know, you can <laughs> yes. do all that stuff, but if you can't penetrate yes. into our eighteen, so you keep all the ball you want, but we're gonna steal it from you and make it make you pay when we do yes. get it. Yes. Robert, your thoughts? Uh, I know you're guessing a lot on what uh, no, Rafa's no, saying. The tail end of what he said. My thing is when you got the possession, you're that's fine. You can do that. But it has to be quality possession and quality passes, quality accurate passes. If you're doing it back and forth to break down the defense on your end of the the field to the point where like you're literally like stagnating in the game when you're behind you're literally playing into our hand like Rafa said you're going back forth it has to be quality that's the thing in watching it back like I didn't see a whole lot of like intricate passes on our end on the offensive end it was a situation where they're passing it back and forth shifting it back forth back forth yes you can pad that number all day every day but to the point what does it matter if you don't score? To me, it's the same when Lando last year said, like, oh, they don't like to play. And they outpossess us. They outpass us. To it's literally at the end of the day, it's the bottom line. Did you score or not? And they didn't. That's 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 what people need to forget about. Soccer, yeah. purists, I love it. I love the game. I love that idea. But we are playing a different brand that people are not accustomed to, to the point mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, these guys are not playing the beautiful game. These are guys, dude, we <laughs> ruthlessly efficient is the two words. It's kind of <laughs> like, with, with like with, they don't like, like it. A, yeah, yeah, it's like kind of like I say, I'll use like what's it with my team, like, like Ancelotti. He doesn't, they don't play a very sexy soccer. It's just, we're going to play efficient soccer and smart soccer. You know, smart soccer is going to win you games. You know, this fancy stuff. I think what we did get hurt a little bit was some of the overlaps on the wings. The Pittsburgh, you know, like I said, Oakland did well on that, but towards the 18 box, we're able to defend the, we're able to defend and keep them from crossing balls into, and that's the thing. They never really cross balls into the box and we're able to clear those out. So I think we, I think we got to be better as far as the spacing, defending on on those overlaps, but everything, no, they played into our game plan and and we took advantage of it. For sure. Matt, your, uh, your thoughts on that? I, it's, just how I'm gonna go off of what Robert said. It's pretty much like it is. I mean, I can compare it to like like the Spurs. We play selflessly. We always if you see someone open, you get the ball to them. That's that's pretty much what we did in this past game. Uh only saw dinner and saw a team kinda. There's your goal. Like that's that's just what I love about our team, they're they're very selfless. If you see somebody open, we we get the goal off of that. So, the other action this week, uh, Colorado Springs uh, defeated Sacramento two one. Uh, Sacramento got an early goal that might have been offside. So. <laughs> no, the sack goal. The sack goal. Lopez was like he was hanging out a little. <laughs> it was a nice chip, but like, yeah, he's like two yards past everyone else. <laughs> and he's like, good eye, ref. <laughs> so, he's like, Colorado Springs did come back though at home. Um, you know, so you know they beat RGV. 
Uh, they beat Sacramento, so they're going to be coming down uh, Sunday, uh, 7.30 kickoff. Um, the Trailheads um, should be a fun match, entertaining. San Antonio's won both matches, one to zero, um, which I think is a little bit surprising um, for that here. Out East, uh, the match that just finished, Tampa um, defeated Memphis. Um, I just want to thank... Uh, the referee uh, for uh, speeding up the PKs and, and uh, eliminating the extra time. Uh, he called a PK. I thought it technically it's a foul. It's a soft. He did lower his shoulder, did go into him. So valid of the law, but I would have hated to see Tampa go out based on that call. Um, but then Memphis missed their PK. Tampa went right back down. Valid PK on uh, on the goalie, you know, active yeah, defender. Yeah, Musa right. Yeah, he swept them out. And uh, you know, Tampa converted their PK. Memphis missed theirs, and Tampa moves on. The other one out east, um, Mongols. Man, I'm sorry, but you guys messed it up. Uh, Louisville came back. But, you know, Pittsburgh was up 2-0 late till about the 80th minute. And about two minutes, three minutes, they let in two goals. One of them was a PK, valid PK. You can't Soft. dispute it. There was a uh, another uh, offsides that disallowed a Riverhounds goal in extra time. That was a goal. <laughs> That's kind of suspect. Uh, Unlike the Sacramento game, Pittsburgh didn't get it, and uh, Louisville won it on PKs and you know for that year. So Louisville, what eight out of I think it's eight out of eight years that they've been in the leagues have been in the Eastern Conference Finals, and they'll host uh, next Sunday at at uh, six thirty. Um, so obviously we won't be watching it because we'll probably be at Toyota Field, or we better be at Toyota Field at that time. Thoughts just on the action. Um, Louisville, Tampa should be a great one out 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 east. Um, I know Memphis was the second seed, but I think uh, the two best teams was Louisville and, and Rowdies. And I think San Antonio, Colorado Springs, you could argue were the two best teams all year as well. I know San Diego kind of crept in when, when uh, Colorado Springs had a little bit of a slide midseason. San Diego came in. Um but the two number one seeds and uh, two number three seeds, uh, your thoughts. We'll go with you, Matt. Uh, your thoughts on how the USL playoffs are shaping up at this point. I mean, you're not wrong. San Diego did keep in Colorado was down. So, and to me, I, I felt like it was going to be us in Colorado the whole whole time. Uh, can't say much for the East. Don't really pay attention to it. So, <laughs> I like to keep it on the West side. <laughs> but uh yeah like like i said i i really didn't think uh <laughs> san diego just stuck in and colorado just showed what they were made of even with the cell of uh Hockeyberry, i mean came out on top naglina he's a, he's uh he'll be one to watch uh Robert, your thoughts i know you kind of kept with up uh, with me uh, on watching all the action um your thoughts on the, the craziness out east, which historically 
the craziness is on the on the on the west. This year, the craziness is on the east. It, like you can say, there's a saying: "Cream roast to the top and a dead." Like I mean, it's a situation where the teams that traditionally the the franchises that are more the anchors of the east showed up and they're going to play together. It's going to be interesting. Like not to look past Colorado, but in the event we you know we have the opportunity to play them, I'm looking forward to playing either or of those. You know, you got to beat the, you got to be the best. You got to beat the best. I mean, I, I, I want either one of them. I mean, like I told you, I don't give a rip who we play because at the end of the day, to be the best, you got to beat the best. Right. I mean, I mean, granted, we're a team that likes to kick the ball. We're not the best team in the USL, according to Burke. <laughs> we're, team that's, we're not the greatest we're, soccer we're, we're team not, ever. We're not very good at soccer. Yes. Yeah, we're not a very good soccer We're so-so at soccer, so we're going to try our best against a team that's obviously <laughs> way better. <laughs> I mean, we're results-driven. We, we play kickball, according to Burke. And I'm going to let him know that. On <laughs> Sunday, I'm going to talk to him. He's not going to talk to me. I'm going to say a lot. <laughs> Rafa, your, uh, your thoughts on, on how the playoffs have shook out? Uh, I think that's what USO wants. Uh, the, the third third matchup between uh, the Rowdies and Louisville. I, re- I really honestly thought maybe Memphis was going to throw the monkey wrench, and and I think they were going to be kind of like the boogeyman of the East, and and maybe even threaten Louisville in that fi- in, in the final. I, I think I think they were the one team that probably Louisville is scared of because Memphis is you know unpredictable, but. Because, like I said, you have like playing playing Tampa for the third time. You know, you have it. Like I said, you've lost. You got some motivation. Memphis is like an unknown. You you don't know what what could happen there. Here, like I said, you you have the kind of the revenge factor what motivates you. But if you they had played Memphis, you know, there's no his, There's not much history between oh, those. After teams. last game, I wanted to see it. After the last mm-hmm. game, Louisville and Memphis played. I kind of wanted to see it because there was a lot of slapping. There was a lot of. Yeah, <laughs> that that kind of like like made me think. Oh, that'd be a interesting matchup. But Memphis but the one thing about the East, you know, they have a they have all the cream puffs over there. Here hmm. in the West, there there are no cream puffs. You know, I yeah. I think we're more battle tested. Yeah. You know, and like I said, we had a well winning record against the East. You know, we had that one little slip up against Indy, but which we should have won. But you know, we. You know, we took care of business at Birmingham. We took care of business at Pittsburgh, which is a tough place to win, especially against a Bob Lilly team. You know, and you know, like I said, I think I think we're more battle tested than the the two teams in the East. You know, even even Colorado too. You know, you know they're battle tested too because sure. the West was just just top a lot to tougher yeah, conference, top to, top to bottom. And look, and a lot of these teams couldn't clinch to the end to the very last game, and some and the East was already set maybe a, about what, a couple of weeks. A lot earlier, so so it's going to be interesting for for next Sunday. It will be interesting. So, looking at next Sunday, um, San Antonio owns the head-to-head uh, win total: eight wins, four draws, three wins for the Switchbacks, and the three wins for the Switchbacks are all in Colorado Springs uh, for that here. This year in June, uh, June 24th, because I was there, uh, Friday night, uh, Matthew Mahoney, uh, own goal by uh, the switchbacks was the only goal that was allowed. 
that was Didi Torrey's last match uh, where he came in right before the goal and subbed out 20 minutes later with a with an injury and then um, but you could tell he was upset and you'd kept, you could you could kind of tell he checked out uh, rematch uh, COVID delay was a Tuesday September 22nd uh, PC actually scored in the 76 minute. Uh, for that here, uh, Jack Lynn was in the match, was subbed out the uh, 68th minute, um, and Collier came on. And I think that's when the offense started picking up is, is when Collier came in, if memory serves me correct. Um, 1-0 tight matches. Um, usually they're a uh, little chippy uh, between the two. Your thoughts uh, on how the matchup goes? Uh, I think San Antonio is more defensive. Uh, the switchbacks, obviously, uh, more offensive. But yet, you look at the scores. Been tight games. Mm-hmm. Robert? I mean, tight when you say, talk about the scoreboard. But if you talk about, like, the shots, I mean, in Colorado, they're a little bit more dangerous. There's a situation where, I guess, Garcia saved from Barry. He did that sliding tackle to save the goal. But, like, reality, like, honestly, if you start looking at quality chances, I mean, the one zeros to us, like, on paper, people are like, oh, you didn't dominate. But if you start looking at quality chances, shots, stuff along those lines, I mean, that's kind of like the same border constrictor mentality. Like, we literally put the goal on you (laughs) early and often, hopefully. I mean, that's the key. Get on them early. Make them press, press, press. Make them even that much more exposed and leaky on the back, and then put that second one in. Once the second one goes, God, that's that is the key. When we're up 2-0, it, it to me, I mean, unless something we have some catastrophic meltdown or some like egregious like errors, I mean, we pretty much have put the vice on you. So that's that's going to be the fundamental thing. It's like play defense play hard, play them physical. I mean, the big thing you know about, like, players that like to play, like, creative and and is they hate to be hit. I mean, they hate to be banged. That's, like, the biggest thing when you watch, like, the European teams versus, like, uh, South American teams. The South American teams hate to be banged. They hate it, hate it, like, to the point where, like, it throws them off their game. They're like, dude, I don't want to go against these physical guys that are just banging it. Like, to the point where it throws them off them. That's the key. Throw them off their game, score a couple goals, and be loud and electric at Toyota Field to the point where they can't think straight. That's what I'm talking about. That's what we need. So, before we get to you, Rafa, so here are the starting lineups uh, for the match in June. Far, Garcia, Kamari, Tainer, Abu, Gomez, Hernandez, Larrera, Maloney, Patino, Adinaran. Compared to, to me, it was kind of a, a rotated lineup. Far, Tainer, Kamiri, uh, Manley, because Garcia was out at that time. Maloney, PC, Abu, Gomez, Pirano, Collier, and Nacho up top. Do you think it's a little bit more, t- you think Coach goes more offensive? With Hernandez and Larrera with PC out, assuming Abu and you have Abu or Delim in the back, or do you think they go with the with the two in the back? I, I think it's going to be the same lineup minus PC. I think we go with, um, like I said, Delon will be starting. Hopefully, Abu starts. That's the key. I think we need his his you know just his leadership. But the thing is, he he controls the game kind of like what right. you know Rafa just 
did. Rafa did, you know, yeah. He's a, he's, a game man, he's a game manager, and that's what we need for this game. And we'll see what he – what you know, as far as winning, do we start Gomez again and go after them? Or do we put, you know, Manly like we had, like we he did come in, in you know in that first half after the injury, which worked great too because we kind of stopped a lot of what Oakland, you know, couldn't really get get by him. So it's gonna be and it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. One thing about Colorado, their defense is not as good as ours, and 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 that they got exposed by by Sacramento in that game, even though they won. Sacramento really exposed them, and they miss a bunch of opportunities. And I think those are the opportunities. I think that we have a little better quality that we could finish those. And and I, th- I think now having Garcia back, you know, because we had missed him on that last second to last, you know, that second game. I think he's. I think those three are going to dominate. So I think we have the advantage as far as better defensive. Um, the midfield is going to be the question mark there, but I think up top we're a lot better. And if we, and like I said, the, they don't have Haji Berry anymore. I know they had someone step up, but still, if he if we shut him down, who, who else do they have? You know, mm-hmm. you know, and, and someone's going to have to carry that torch. And if they can't, you know, we're gonna we're gonna end up winning this game on Sunday. Matt, your thoughts? I'm just kind of like what Rafa said. There's Garcia's back. You have your your Bermuda Triangle back there, and uh, it is it is a question mark who's to be the uh, centerpiece. Uh, I do see maybe uh, Salam back in there. I do see Maloney. I do see uh, maybe uh, Christian Pirano somewhere in there a little bit. But uh, it's the question of is is Nikki gonna step up? Or we're gonna have Larrea go in first half, or we're gonna keep him for second half. It's it's just that the centerpiece is what you want to look for. So I, I feel a little bit confident on, on seeing on defensive side. It's just who's gonna be that front, uh, that middle five or four. Any final thoughts on SAFC Colorado before we move on to Champions League? Because there is one more round, and uh, there are some very interesting groups, uh, like Group D. Uh, I'm interested to hear how Rafa sees that shaking out. I'm all confident. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> We're already in the second round, so I'm not worried about that. <laughs> so Group A, uh, Napoli uh, plays Liverpool. Uh, for the last match, uh, both of both have qualified. It's just a matter of who finishes first or second. Right now, Napoli's uh, fifteen to twelve. Um, Ajax Rangers, thanks for playing. And well, I guess there's they're playing for Europa, Ajax right? To the Europa League, yeah. So, group, do you have any favorite on Napoli Liverpool? Does it really matter? Or? It, 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 what can you say about Napoli? They've been on fire. I mean, they've nobody really, and even in the Serie A, they're doing well too. Chucky Lozano's, like I said, part of the national team. He's playing great. Um, the rumor is, I think, I think in the midseason tra- transfer, I, I think they are going to target probably Cristiano Ronaldo, and if they get him to play on for Napoli on a free, that could that's going to help them boost them up in the, in the knockout stage, you know, so they'll have a veteran, their player, but, you know, like I said, he's going to have to change his, his attitude a little bit, but I, I think he can help out Napoli. If he, hey, does he was signing there. autographs today. Yeah. 
<laughs> so his, his farewell autographs for the Manu fans. Uh, Group B, uh, Club Rouge still uh, still rolling. Um, Porto uh, closely behind at nine points, but Atletico and Bayern Leverkusen uh, playing for Europa. And Club Rouge plays by uh, Leverkusen, and Porto plays Atletico Madrid. How do you see this? You think Port, uh, Porto jumps Club Bruges, or you think uh, Bruges finishes in the top slot? I think Bruges fi- finishes in the top spot. I think Porto gets that the runner up, and then they'll send Atletico Madrid with 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 someone else <laughs> in the Liga to the, the Europa League. Um, and this group's already settled. Byron entered uh, Barcelona and pulls in Barcelona. Welcome to Europa again. Uh, only one win that has to be kind of disappointing for them. Now they do get, they they do get uh, uh, was it Victoria Pelzen on mm-hmm. there, so they'll probably end up with two points. But you know, uh, still, it's got to be a disappointing for Barcelona fans. Group D, Rafa, what in the blue moon's going on here? Tottenham at eight, Sporting <laughs> CP at seven, Frankfurt at seven, uh, Marcel at six. And in this one here, Tottenham plays uh, Marcel and uh, Sporting uh, Sporting Portugal, right? Mm-hmm. Plays Ankrook uh, Frankfurt. So big match. Yeah, they're all big matches, and you know, I I, I knew Tottenham would be the favorite, and then it was going to be a fight with you know. I think I was going to give Marseille kind of the edge because they, I mean, they usually play well, but. You know, you got to give it to Sporting. I mean, Sporting has been gotten some key wins. It got some points. Frankfurt, you know, like I said, they won the Europa League last year. I thought they were going to maybe do a little bit much better, but haven't shown that. So, like I said, it's going to come down to that last game. But I think eventually, I know, I think Tottenham will get it, and we'll see how the other two fight out for that. Who gets to go to Europa? Who gets to go on to the knockout phase for, for the Champions League? I would love to see Tottenham. I think I don't think they can get any lower than Europa. Uh, looking mm-hmm. at it here, because I think the worst that they can finish is third. But to go from first Second. to third, uh, I, I I wouldn't object to that personally, because I, I don't think they. It's goal difference on tiebreakers, right? Yeah. And head to head. Oh, head to head. So I'd have to go through and look at the head to head. But that would be that would that would be interesting if these two tied. Tottenham loses. And Marcel beats them by a couple of couple of goals. How that sh- how that would shake down between uh, Frankfurt and yeah, I think uh, they go to head to head or on the or away goals or something. And so don't maybe they do the the Friday night lights to do the coin flip like they did at that with Caribbean and Midland League. So zero zero. Yeah, so they won three two. So yeah, they they have the advantage. Group E, um, still a lot to, still a little bit to play for. Um, the big match is Milan and Salzburg playing head to head, seven and six points. Chelsea's in the first, and uh, Dynamo uh, Zabrid still could could get into Europa playoffs if they beat Chelsea. And Chelsea really doesn't have anything to play for. Um, but you got to figure Milan and RB Salzburg uh, one match one of the matches of this last uh, last uh, window for that here. Any thoughts on Milan and uh, Salzburg? I, I think Milan will go through, uh, but that game, soccer, but Chelsea, like uh, soccer, actually beat Chelsea. So I, I think Chelsea will probably want to get a little revenge. 
they need they need some momentum going into the knockout phase because you know the, they didn't play the, well the, yesterday. Yeah, they didn't play well yesterday, so they need they need some momentum going into. And Captain America missed a uh, missed a missed a wide open shot. Uh, <laughs> Coach Cano. We're past the Madrid section. I'm sorry. No, don't talk about him that way. <laughs> Captain America. Oh, no, I guess we're coming up on it right now. Sorry. You hear about no disrespect. Uh, Captain America may end up playing in the Italian or, or what was the other rumor? He may play what, what, Newcastle? Newcastle. Newcastle. I wouldn't mind seeing him on Newcastle. The Magpies. The Magpies. He uh, as a Newcastle fan, they're, they're on a roll. Um, Miguel uh, Amarella, or I think that's how you pronounce his last name. Dude, he's six six goals. Can't change a coach. Coaching matters. Uh, Group F: Real Madrid, uh, RB Leipzig, uh, Shakhtar Donetsk, uh, nine and six, and uh, Celtics uh, bringing up the bottom. Um, still not everything locked up though, right? Uh, Real Madrid's already clinched. A little uh, clinched, but they haven't won the group now. They play Celtic, so yeah, they'll take care of Celtic. And the game's at Madrid, so it should be no problem there. Uh, that the Red the Red Bulls and uh, Shakhtar that's going to be a really good game. And, you give the the favorite to uh, I don't know who's playing. I don't know who's hosting that game. Uh, stadium, Warzone and Mars. I think uh, Shakhtar. Shakhtar. Okay, so they're playing the game in Poland. Yeah, so that'll be a problem. So it's tough to play there. So, so I, I'll get I'll get Shakhtar the edge on that one. And they beat him four one in the opening match. Mm-hmm. Group G, Man City, uh, cruising. I know they had a draw the last match, a nil nil draw, but really they don't have anything to play for. Dortmund, Sevilla, Copenhagen. Uh, on this one here, I think it's Dortmund and Sevilla that's playing each other. Oh no! Man City's playing uh, Sevilla and Dortmund's playing Copenhagen. Um, Dortmund's so gonna pa- get through, right? Because uh, yeah. do you see Sevilla uh, getting the win against Man City even when they don't have anything so, to Sevilla play for? Sevilla needs to win that game. And it's they need to Man win that City. game. Man City, yeah, they have, they have to at least get at least a draw because I'm, you know because they're not you know Copenhagen could probably sneak in on on, on Dortmund and. And get a win or even a draw, a draw to probably pass them there. But like I said, more like I said, uh, Dortmund and Dortmund Man City, they're on the next round going through. So here's my question: PSG, Juventus, uh, they play. How bad does Juventus get beat? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're out, they're out with uh, Weston. Yeah, Weston's got... out three weeks, right? Yep. And then uh, Benfica plays uh, Macby Hockey. Here, here's a here's a key here because I I think ESPN FC mentioned about the kind of they did a little forecast of who as far as the knockout stage. Um, if PSG wins, they're gonna end up being probably in the hardest section of the of the knockout stage. They and, draw though, right? Huh? Yeah. It's a draw, no, but, right? Well, somewhat, but because, but the way that I think they had it set up, it's gonna be they're gonna be kind of like in the one of the hardest. I think the hardest section of the of the of the tournament, of the knockout stage. And if I'm PSG, I was like, well, you know what? Maybe 
kind of give up, you know, uh, the, you know, that and let the other guy win and finish second and maybe be able to, because like I said, some of those first place teams are not, I think, I think the only first place teams that's really strong is like, like I said, besides Real Madrid is Man, Man City. You know, Man City has been, been consistent and Bayern Munich. Those are the only three. And but. for the draw, there's two pots. Uh, the winners mm-hmm. are in one side. The runner-ups are in runner-ups. the second. And this is where you this is where you say, "Hey, it gets a little bit more difficult," because um, no team can play a club from their group. So from yeah. their existing group, or, or, or from their league side from their their league. So basically, onto um, the semifinals or something like that. Wasn't it two years ago or a year? May have been last year, two years ago, where they had to redraw it because oh. of the the. Uh, Inadvertently made an error. I think that was last year when they put Real Madrid with PSG. I'm sure PSG regrets it. <laughs> they regretted it after that. <laughs> They're like, should have kept it the same. It could have been a different result. But because um, it said, you know, maybe PSG would you know match up well against Club Rouge or something, or maybe some of the other other teams. But I think, but they also the downfall is that they could end up. If they finish the second place, they can end up playing Bayern Munich in the and that's in that knockouts in that quarterfinal stage. So, well, the second round stage. So it, it's going to be interesting when they start playing again. I think February. I think that's when they start doing the knockout stage. Doesn't Bayern Munich usually play Liverpool, or isn't it mm-hmm. one of those where there's one that they always, for whatever reason, they always end up matching matching up? But, but yeah, but like I said, I think Bayern Munich's had Liverpool's number. Liverpool's not playing well right now. No, not, not at all. So, open. Uh, just uh, any final thoughts uh, as far as within the game of soccer or anything along those lines? Uh, we'll go with you, Robert. Uh, any final thoughts on the game of soccer, wherever you want to take us to? I mean, the biggest thing is, like, support, 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 support local, show up, let's be loud, let's win. I mean, like, let the guys know that we're really behind them, show up, like, let's be loud. Matt, hope your arm's okay. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, I know. Show up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the chance me love, love, love. You know, love. Yeah, you gotta. It's, it's the chance he picks. Shout out to him. AJ's uh, shouting out uh, Robert here. Uh, Robert's room looks cool. So shout out to. Uh... <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you. Appreciate it, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say this. Don't wait for tickets, as we saw at the last match. If you want to go, you better get on there now or early this week because towards the end of the week, uh, don't be shocked if if uh, standing room tickets are the only thing that's available again. So, uh, for Which, I mean, it wasn't that bad either to get standing room tickets because a lot of people didn't show up for their seats either. I love the standing room tickets on that line there when the Scorpions used to play when I didn't have the seats right on the front row. I would stand and watch the game from there because it's up high. It's 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 the perfect it's the perfect seat. You can pace around a little bit. You got the rail that you can lean on. It, it's it's a good it's a good uh, it's it's a good good surprise. Um, Matt, your final thoughts. Uh, you gonna be lifting some weights this week or? Shit, I gotta count the coins tomorrow, man, for our deposit. <laughs> so I'll probably be lifting like maybe. 25 pounds of coins. So, <laughs> her route. Uh, but, yeah, just everybody come out, have fun, and just 
electric his last game. I mean, huh? If, if you didn't hear us from one side, you heard it from the north end. I mean, yes, it was it was very loud. It was very electrifying. You know, when Jordan came over, he said, "Thank you, thank you." He he looked at me and Robert. He was he was saying. The noise was a big factor. The, the showing them how much we passion there is. I, I, I to say, we show up, really stuff. Try to take it to the last second. I have to buy an expensive one. So, please buy your tickets now. <laughs> Rafa, your uh, final thoughts, soccer-wise, before we go to final thoughts of uh, wild card, whatever it could be. Uh, well, final thoughts, like I said, good turnout Friday night. Um, like I said, we're, we're not done yet. I think, I think we need to, we, we need to win this one for PC. You know, like I said, let's, let's finish the fight. Uh, cause I want to, I do want to run on the, like then you mentioned, we do want to run on the stadium, <laughs> like the, the Scorpions, like in 2014. So, and then also, um, also, also shout out to the, all the TAPS teams that are going to start soccer. So we'll mm. be looking out for you guys pretty soon. Hopefully we'll get to go out to some TAPS games. So also, so, you know, support the private schools for their soccer. And then after Thanksgiving, that's when the UIL starts too. So we'll be covering that as well. So hopefully we'll have some of that fun stuff and also that World Cup coverage as well too. So should be interesting. We're still, even though SAFC is coming, you know, coming to an end, we still got plenty of soccer here in San Antonio with the tabs and high school. And also good luck to UTSA. The girls won, did win their season finale and good luck to them yes. in the conference USA tournament. And also the other team, also the other local teams as well, like St. Mary's and Carnet Word, yeah, Tamusa, like I said, and Trinity. Good luck to you guys, all the men's and women's make us proud. Bring some, bring some hard work back to San Antonio. Yeah, we may, depending on my work schedule, I might try to see if we can put something together a little bit later this week uh, to kind of highlight the college. I know UTSA kicks off. They're the number six seed, uh, um, you know, and they'll be going against the third seed. Uh, I forget who it is, but uh, they got a chance um, uh, for that here. You know, they improved from last year. Matt, your final thought overall, any wild cards that you, you want to uh, bring up here, soccer, non-soccer, whatever? Just keep just like bring the electrifying uh, atmosphere. That's all we that's, that's need. Come out uh, under the bridge with us, party it up for a little bit, and time to get to work. And uh, don't say hi to any visitors because she's freaking rude. Motherfuckers. <laughs> they were trying to say hi to one, and they told us, Nope. <laughs> No, I think, uh, well, the trail, I do know that there will be members of the trailheads that'll be coming down. Um, oh, switchbacks. I, I would love to have them. I'd love to so have them. I do know them, and, and you know, I, I, we're very friendly towards them. I know they welcomed, you know, me and AJ and, and you know, the, the checks when we went up there. So uh, we've always had good relationship with the trailheads and, and Annie uh, and her family that comes down. So. And if any, uh, it, it's a 14, 15 hour drive. So you could leave Saturday, come down, stay overnight, get in late, rest up, leave early Monday morning. You'll have to miss one day of work. Now, Tuesday will suck because you're all draggy ass from, you know, from the drive back. But <laughs> it's doable, especially if you put three or four in a car, split the gas. It, 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 it is doable. It's a long drive, but uh, it's not a hard but, drive. Uh, for but like I said, hey. Come out, come enjoy it. We'll give you that southern hospitality. 
So I'm getting uh, heckled uh, by uh, Johnny from uh, the Stampede, I guess, uh, in the eFootball RGV upset uh, San Antonio FC uh, in when they played here. So congrats, uh, RGV, on the win in eFootball. Um, <laughs> They're so fishing congrats. down in the valley. <laughs> I, uh, I hope you sleep at night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, like I said here, I know USL is putting that on, and, and you know, like I said here, but you know, congratulations to whoever wins that. I don't follow the. E I tried playing the e football, and you know, just it wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, Robert, your final thought that you have a wild card for anything? I have a couple things. Like, I mean, go out and vote, 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 vote. If, if uh, you want to change things, you want things different, I mean, here now's the time. I mean, it's early voting now, and eventually it's going to be, like, the main thing. But go out now. What's your opinion? <clears throat> make sure you're heard. Make sure you vote for what you want. And then the second thing is, like, I want to apologize to England for two things. I want to apologize to England for breaking away from them and what they had to witness today watching the Broncos and the, <laughs> and the Jets play what they called football. <laughs> and Russell Dude, we scored 21 points. What are you Sir, talking let about? Let me fit it. It's my turn. <laughs> <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't jumping off the London Bridge. Hey, it's my turn. Lassa, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're interrupting my wild card, sir. <laughs> I'm sure Arsenal no, not, wasn't playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like, yeah, they, they enjoy the field goals over there. And mm -hmm. there was a couple touchdowns. And Russell Wilson, hmm, he's, he didn't steal as many paychecks today. <laughs> but anyways, no, but no, all banter aside, like, yeah, like Matt said, show up. Let's fucking have fun. Let's have an amazing time. Let's show them what we're about. Be classy. Don't show, throw stuff on the field. <laughs> you know, yeah. be good people. Let those people come, hang out, have fun. Let them know that soccer is great. And love you guys. Yeah. So my final thought is the voting as well. Um, if you want to get ahead of the lines, early voting wraps up on november 4th and of course the election is november 8th so if you want to try to get out and uh, get your vote get your voice heard um, make sure you take your id make sure you double check your your ballot triple check your ballot just to, you know make sure that you know everything is uh up and up and you know like i said here if that's how, you know if you want change to happen i don't care what kind of change you want but just go out and vote especially young people that's how you can make the biggest changes and get your voice heard is by, is by voting, um, you know, for that here. So take the time out. I know some employers will pay for it. You know, you know, you know, I live on the Northwest side, you know, there's plenty of options that you can go in and, and right now you can get in and out within half hour at most. If you're going at, at a high point, sometimes you can walk in and walk out uh, fairly quickly, but um, safe travels to the trailheads um, and the the, the uh, switchback fans coming down. Uh, they're a great bunch. Um, looking forward to the tailgate, um, and we'll see what the Crocketeers 210 and, and Mission City have uh, through here. Um, you know, I have spoke with American Outlaws a little bit more. Um, they're looking to make some changes as well within leadership, uh, you know, to try to be, able to be a little bit more open. Um, so I think we're starting to see with Mission City kind of taking that next step, coming back more active with uh, American Outlaws becoming more more active, the Crocketeers still, you know, being active and, and 210 Alliance being active. We're starting to see things pick back up. You know, if you, great time to kind of sell uh, San Antonio FC 
not only for the playoff matches, but for season tickets of next year. So um, season packages uh, for that here. So if you know somebody that likes the game, um, especially kids, uh, to me, it's the best ticket you have. And especially taking, you know, AJ and his friends a couple of times and um, they enjoy it. And, and, you know, it's, 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 it's awesome to see. And, you know, there's plenty of people playing soccer here in San Antonio where we can, we can fill out an 8,000 seat stadium. But outside of that, just be, uh, be kind to each other. Um, that's, that's the big thing. And, you know, treat everybody like your grandma, you know, show them some respect and what's life without goals. We're out of here and, uh, be safe, uh, PC and like I said here, speedy recovery for you, my friend.